Hey guys, I'm Angela Bless with Real Talk. I'm here with my special guest today. Introduce yourself. Hi guys, my name is Mary Gambrell, or just Mary. I'm not really big into talking. <laughs> Mary is so sweet. I met her in church. Mm -hmm. She is just a rain, a hope of sunshine. Always been nice. She's so sweet, and she wears many hats. So. You know, it fell in my spirit to interview her because this girl is going somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so let's get into the interview, Mary. Okay. Let them know where you're from. Oh, I'm from Tampa. Y'all can't hear it. Yeah, well, West side. <laughs> side. <laughs> no, but I'm from Tampa, Florida, born and raised. Um, funny thing is, neither one of my parents are. My father's from Detroit and then my mom's from Louisiana. So, yeah. And they found each other and me and all the other sisters and brothers I got. And Mary also does, she do poetry, guys. I do. So what made you want to start doing poetry? Um, As a kid, I had to be four or five years old, mm -hmm. and there was a prophet that came to the church and told my mom to always let me have a pen and paper mm -hmm. and just write whatever I felt like. And maybe about six years ago, I ran back into that same prophet. So since then and you know, back then and now, it's just been in me. Mm -hmm. I think maybe it's been like 10 years, though, that I've actually been doing it like spoken word form and she had a video too that she was um rapping and saying <laughs> i gotta go challenge though. i gotta go find it that and was a share challenge. it oh, that, that was, was a challenge. challenge i was not gonna sit like oh you know i'm gonna be a rapper no. but you did good you did really good oh, for that to be a challenge my head up, no for real because i was amazed i'm like oh my god she, she did really <laughs> really good for her to be she and she did a freestyle. She's freestyle too, and she can sing. A little bit. She can um, sing too. This interview is doing too much to my ego. Let me. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your your weight loss journey, and that's another thing that drew me to you. Um, you just amazed me how you just continue to press on and continue to go because you went through a lot of trials and tribulation mm -hmm. to get to the point where you at mm -hmm. right now. So tell us mm -hmm. a little bit about that. Um. It wasn't an overnight, I'll tell you that much, because what most people look for is something quick and let me get in and get out. No, you have to start here mentally because that's the hardest part. Once you, because I had to acknowledge the fact that I was an emotional eater. Mm -hmm. I don't like to be a statistic or, you know, stereotypical or anything like that. But once I realized that I eat when I'm happy, I eat when I'm sad, or we, I definitely eat when I was mad, um, I had to watch for my triggers. Mm -hmm. And once I was able to acknowledge that and see that, I was able to lose the weight. Because, like I said, if I was upset, I would go to the refrigerator or I'll go and get something that I really wanted to indulge wow. in. So after that, so a lot of it, the majority of the weight loss is nutrition. I just started working out about a couple of months ago and... It's not been fun. <laughs> you definitely have to discipline yourself. Yes, right? you do. Yes, you do. A lot of because I'll be on the ground after doing like leg lifts and stuff. Like, <laughs> was that burger worth it? Was it really worth it? Yes, it was. <laughs> so it's just definitely been, it's a mental thing. And then once, and also being accountable with this journey, I've been um, super, super, um, What's the word I'm looking open mm -hmm. about it? Um, just so that people can start asking me questions. How you doing on this? And because before I'm like, you know, I got this. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna go in the uh, closet, and come out, you know, size five. Like that's what <laughs> but you know, um, but just having a team of people. I don't say team of people. My friends, you know, family members. You know, what are you doing? Are you mm -hmm. still on it? It's been a major help. So yeah, and now. You didn't realize that a lot of people are watching you through yeah. the process. You did realize yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Even though nobody was saying nothing like there. And you know what I've been using? Because uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm a millennial, but a lot of my social media stuff, I'm kind of dry on. So I've been using Story on Facebook, and I see so many people watching. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> but you're not liking anything. What is what is that? Why are you not liking my stuff? <laughs> Some of y'all, some of y'all, but it's all good. It's all good. I see they, you watching They though. call them ghost watchers. That's what it Just is. Just let them watch. It's okay. <laughs> let them it's watch. It's all good. It's okay. Ghost watching. <laughs> so what do you see yourself a year from now? What do you want to see yourself? Or what do you want to do? Avenue, like, in general, like, my In general, life. in your life, like, where do you want to be? Um, I mean, I know it's a, a lot of things you want to be, but right. one of your main things. I definitely want to have a slim waist. Snatch for the gods. No. <laughs> no, um, I think for the most part, that's what's really been, been my focus is having a healthier lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So a year from now, I can only imagine the type of strides that I've made if I continue with what I've been doing. Um, uh, financially just to a whole nother place and just having the freedom that I need in order to do missions and wow. things like that just to have um, uh, just more discipline and just to really be able to see the results of the seeds that I'm planting now so a year from now yeah. when you say missions are you talking about where we go around the world mm -hmm. we so our church goes everywhere mm -hmm. um, with it in Germany mm -hmm. um, India, India have Asia. we been on show Oh, we need to no. go. Uh, I've uh, always played Cuba. Cuba Australia. We went to Cuba, uh -huh. um, uh, Africa. Uh -huh. We have churches all around. So, yeah. you know, our pastor Martin Jones, we love you. And Lady Lisa, yes. Marlisa Jones, and Mark, they are wonderful, wonderful people. And, you know, Dad would just, you know, he's very structured in the way he does a lot of stuff. So, mm -hmm. you know, thank you, mm -hmm. Dad. I, I mm -hmm. was watching you. I need to yeah. get my credit straight. <laughs> <laughs> But I really do. <laughs> I actually quoted him this morning because, um, you know, now that I have the liberty to do and plan my own schedule, I hear him say, what will you do mm -hmm. when you can do whatever you want to do? You know, and that's when discipline really comes apart of your life because, you know, when you're a nine to five, you clock in, clock out, and you listen to somebody. But when you have to make the decisions yourself, it's a whole different ball game. Another ball game. Yes. So yes. you really see how disciplined and committed you are when you have to make the decisions on your own. So, yeah. You know, Mary is not a mother, but you know, I commend her of juggling, not juggling, but having that balance to deal. You know, to help her mom and mm -hmm. her nieces and, and mm -hmm. nephews. Is this boys? Because I see her. Yeah, nephews. Girls and boys. I have a total of twenty-four nieces and nephews and three great nieces and nephews. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and they all think that they're my kids. Yeah, so she definitely have to keep them in line and stuff like that. And how's that going so far for you? I know it has been a little bit ups and downs, but you know we want to see our children and our grandchildren and our nieces and nephews on a better platform in life. But we do know when they yeah. grow up, they have to make their own decisions it's, in life. It's it's been an eye-opener mm -hmm. um, because uh, I have nieces and nephews that are grown mm -hmm. and um, just to see how mm, just to see the transitions and like, like I, I am uh, but I, a lot of times I feel like a mom and it's just like I've given you this nugget use it mm -hmm use it but then they forget and then oh yeah auntie mary did say that and now you, it's that. they don't but, forget you know what happened <sighs> we pick it up on maybe 10 years down the road because you got to remember trees right yes when you plant seeds 
trees take what maybe yeah. anywhere from 10 to 15 years yeah. to grow mm -hmm. and so that's why a lot of us we go through things in life when we that's do good. business that's stuff. Good. i love trees i always use that's trees good. in season in my that's in my good. um when i talk to people mm -hmm. but we go through like that's why we have to go through life because sometimes god can get somebody a strawberry yeah um blessing and but you have to wait for that oak tree or that apple tree or that mm, orange tree blessing. That's good. And so that's you know we, we do go through in life and stuff. So it's not like people are really hating on you. Right. You know people are in our in our tracks in our path for a reason. Yeah. And we decide what we want to pick up and what we want to leave. Right. You know and pick things up. Right. What has been your some of your wilderness wilderness moment in life, and how did you overcome it? It could be anything. Hmm. That you had like Mary, get your butt up. No one's gonna help you, or what you went through. It could be anything in life. It's all about your testimony to help somebody else. Um, well, this conversation with my mom is standing out. I remember I had to be like 26, 25, 26, and um, I was just I think I started in a new company and just excited about this, this, and that, and that, and just going on and on and on. And um, my mom was like, I'm really happy for you, but what are you going to do about your weight? Mm -hmm. She said, because, you know, you can have all this going on, but if your health isn't where it needs to be, you're not going to be able to enjoy this fully. Um, and again, I guess because my weight, and I had to realize that it was a part of rejection because when I was a kid, I was really skinny, mm -hmm. really, really skinny, and people would make fun of me. So then I would just eat, and then I remember that being a comfort for me until it just really became the only escape that I had. Mm. So I guess just really realizing that my true escape, my true help comes from God and just okay. accepting the fact that he loves me for me and to just grow in that. Because I would, you know, I can just think about how much I loved him and how much I adored him, how great he was, but then it's like, but I'm not that great. Mm -hmm. So how could you love me? And being in church my entire life, and still not honestly acknowledging that until four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And I would think that a lot of the conversations that I've had with my mom, like she is my go-to person, but just a lot of conversations that I had with my mom just kind of like jolted me. I'm like, wake up, do it now, because you're not gonna have tomorrow. You exactly. might not have tomorrow. So, you know, it's just, just living in that and moving forward. That's crazy, because all along through the process, I mean, building the, um, the radio station and I was crying like with two hours of sleep a day and like, no. yeah, you know, I have teenage boys because if, if I sat there, I know how I am. I want to get it done. And I kept hearing God. Okay. I said, God, I need this. And then all of a sudden it pop up. He yes, gave me this. Indeed. God, I need this. And then it pop up. I'm like, what are you doing? You're scared. Me. Stop <laughs> it. Then I asked for something and it pop. And I just kept sitting here and saying, you got to continue to do it. You yeah. got to continue yeah. to do it because our voices need to be heard. Yes. This world is broken yes. and hurt and they're looking unto other stuff that's not feeding them positive food. It's yeah. just feeding them rotten fruit. Yeah. That's what we're going to call it, rotten yeah. fruit. Yeah. And so we need the right people, men and women, mm -hmm. in the right place, in mm -hmm. the right stature. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not going to, you know, but you just never seem to amaze me. No, for real. You just, no, I'm not just saying that just to say that. You yeah. Know, I watch people and, you know, and I see people, but you are just that's, that's above blessing. That's inspiring. It just it pushes me to keep going. And you keep you know? going and be great. And then you're going to bring somebody else. Then you're going to bring somebody else. Yeah. We, it's that's time for, the part. It's time for us to stop running that's from our part. calling because oh. we be running. I be running. I always be running. <laughs> 
we be running, <gasps> running. Oh like God said, there's nowhere for you to run now. Yeah. The exit door is blocked, so yeah. you got to deal yeah. with a lot of issues. Yeah. And that's one of my issues. That's why, I asked, because my escape goal was drinking. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, at a point, you're like, nah, you got to deal with this. Yeah. You got to stop and deal with yes, it right indeed. now. Yes, indeed. Yes, right indeed. Now. So I, yeah, I can, mm hmm Yeah. And you can, yeah, relate to that. Yeah, yeah, completely. Because, because I would eat my way in, in every emotion that I would have. So I didn't always deal with whatever it was. So now that I have, there's a, a perfectly good example. Whenever before, and I wanted something, I would whistle. I would whistle or I would speak out loud. Mary, you don't need this. You need to talk about <laughs> what's going on. Because I'm just like, I'm going to eat this, uh, uh, brownie and ice cream, and we gonna be good. You can keep the rice and the pasta. Give me my sleep. Right? <laughs> that that was me, you know. So just having to face it head on really puts me on my knees. Mm. Like I desire, and I have to go to God for my situations now because I would just eat them. Away. Mm. So it's boy, it's been an experience. You know, roller coaster, boy. a long walk in the park, <laughs> taking detours. <laughs> to the yes, same indeed. place and do it over and do it mm -hmm. right and pass that test. The test right. be hard. Because you get tired of running the same laps. Yes. It's like, and the Holy Spirit will let you know, look, make sure you go left because right is not <laughs> just go left. You're like, all right, I'm going to go left and see what you get. I'm going to just check right out okay. real quick. Let me go see what's outside. <laughs> see what's behind this door real quick. Oh, oh and they get mad at God when you go in that door. Well, God, use your phone. Well, I told you, I told you, you didn't want to listen. Have been some of the uh, great advice that's been given to you as a person? Um, well, be persistent, be committed, and and be disciplined. I will call it the D word because mm -hmm. I didn't like to say it. But in any and everything that I've tried to do, and I've noticed that if I don't be persistent in it, and it can be great ideas, just just amazing. But if I'm not persistent behind it, it's not gonna go anywhere mm -hmm. at all. So just really being persistent is everything, no matter what it is, whether it's relational, whether it's business-wise, whether it's a weight loss journey, if 